Welcome to the Crux Podcast and Sermon of the Week. For more information about the Crux Ministries and Summit Church, please visit us at summitsanmarcos.com. My belief in God is not a trouble for me, so try to keep the peace not a struggle for me. I stay in the Bible, got a couple with me. One's the King James, the other one's ESV. Jesus had to die for us to get free. Romans 16:23, our sins out of free. I will with them hustlers, now that's history. Everyone I meet say a difference in me. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. We are living in weird times. I bet you 95% of you had a vision of what 2020 would look like for you. And what we're living and experiencing isn't it. Maybe you thought you were still going to be in San Marcos during this time. You had goals, dreams, visions you hoped in accomplishing. But it seems as if God has rearranged your plans. You have never imagined moving back home so early. And all you can think of is, why God? Why is this happening? I can't answer that for you, but what I do know is that the Lord works everything in His good for His purpose. Before I graduated college, I had a plan on what post-grad would look like. I was going to land my dream job, move to New York City, and when I graduated, every door of opportunity was being closed shut. I was overwhelmed and started asking questions, even questioning my purpose. During this time, I had severe panic attacks, anxiety, fear, and I was getting triggered all the time. I was basically dying inside, and I thought by moving to a new city, I would run away from my problems and be healed. But then I was faced with the reality that I had to move back home. My plans got rearranged, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't thrilled. Oftentimes, I felt like a failure for moving back home. But it was in the midst of my pain I started to focus on what God was doing. I had two choices. I could either stay where I was or I could partner with God. When we give our life to Jesus, we are choosing to give up our life. In Matthew chapter 16, Jesus immediately discusses the conditions of discipleship with all his followers. He said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. I thought I had my life planned out after graduating, but God knows us more than we know ourselves. Looking back, the opportunities being close shut was a huge blessing in disguise. Right now, you may find yourself in a really hard season with many emotions. You may find yourself frustrated, confused, lonely. You may be grieving, and what you're feeling is very much valid and very much real. However, I hope you don't miss out on God's invitation for what He is doing in you and for you in this season. So my first point is, loosen your grip. There was this guy in the Bible named Joseph, and Joseph's fiance becomes pregnant with someone else's child. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if that happened to you? Well, anyways, Joseph marries her anyway, despite the mockery that came from his neighbors. When we take a look at the role he played in salvation history, it's so clear that God's plan is much more bigger than anything he could have ever desired. Joseph married the perfect woman. He didn't have his own biological child, but he was the legal parent to the Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Like all men, Joseph was given the free will. He did not have to follow God's plan for his life. Could you imagine the decision that Joseph had to make when he heard in a dream, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. This was God's plan for Joseph. But Joseph could have rejected Mary and divorced her quietly. You see, when God rearranges our plans, we can either hold on to our plans like a fist and not surrender them to God, or we can hold our plans with a flat hand and allow God to take control. I want to encourage you guys that making plans is not a bad thing. In fact, in the Bible, it encourages us to make plans. In Proverbs 16:9, it says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. In fact, we were created to plan. I was listening to a sermon the other day, and the pastor used this metaphor that I thought drew the picture of what it was like to follow God's plan. You see, our life is much like surfing. We grab our surfboard, run out to the water, duck dive a few waves, sit in our board, and we wait. And it's in that waiting where a lot of waves come to pass. But we have the free will and we get to choose what waves we want to take and what waves we don't. As we see a wave that we desire to ride, we start getting ready, we start paddling to shore and we're waiting for this wave, right? And the wave comes and we stand up and it's a beautiful ride. And that, just riding the wave, is just God's outcome that comes into play in our lives. My second point is to partner with God. Actively choose to partner with God, even when your plans get rearranged. In fact, it's the best time to partner with God is when your plans get rearranged. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. If no eye has seen what God has planned for your life, and no ear has ever heard what God has planned for your life, and no mind can conceive what God has planned for your life, it must mean what God has planned for your life will not make sense to you or to anybody else around you. So by actually submitting to the plan of God, you are agreeing for your plans to be rearranged. You are giving God authority to rearrange your plans. Being a part of God's kingdom, we have to choose daily to partner with God. How do we partner with God? The first step is surrendering. You need to surrender your plans to God. And surrender can come in many forms. It can come through prayer, through worship, through your quiet time as you talk with God. But surrendering is so important because what God desires is good plans for your life. He states that in Jeremiah 29, 11, and then Romans 12, 2, Ephesians 2, 10. What God wants for your life is so nourishing and much more bigger than what you could have ever imagined. The second step is to invite Holy Spirit. We need to invite the Holy Spirit for discernment and for wisdom on next steps to take, but also it gives us the peace and the patience in that waiting. The third step is to have faith. We need to have faith that when we surrender to God our plans, He's going to fulfill them, if not that much more. In Isaiah 5.5, 5, 
8, 9, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You see, it's as if God is saying, you are never, ever, ever, ever going to be on my level. And that's so reassuring. You see, God is basically telling us, hey, listen to me. My plan for your life is much more better than your plan for your life. My thoughts are much more higher than your thoughts. My ways are much more higher than your ways. So listen to me. If you insist on holding on to your ways, you are giving up something better. You are settling for a life less than what you were created for. I invite you to pray this aloud with me if you haven't been partnering with God. Now's the time to surrender your plans. Now's the perfect time when your plans have been rearranged to partner with God and to surrender them. So if you can, bow your heads and close your eyes, and I'm going to be praying this over you, and you can be praying it in your heart. God, whatever you're doing in this season, don't exclude me. God, I want to leave an impact on this generation, on my family, on my job, on this community, in this season of life. God, I want to make a difference. I want you to use me in this season. Even when I may not understand it, I have full faith and I will trust you and I will cling on to the promises you have spoken over me as hope. And so Jesus, I surrender my plans to you. I surrender my life to you. Use me in any way. Let me be a vessel for the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. And so by saying this prayer, we are saying, God, I'm allowing you to rearrange the plans I have made. I'm allowing you to take over. I fully trust the process. I fully trust you. And I fully trust that your ways are much more higher than my ways. So in conclusion, let's remember to loosen your grip. You don't want your plans like this. You want your plans like this. Surrender them to God and partner with Him. If you are going to walk in His kingdom the way that He intended it, we have to keep our hands open like this. So I hope this word brings you encouragement and lets you know you're not alone. It's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. It's okay. There's grace in that and there's peace and God will meet you in the midst of it. But don't forget, now is a pivotal opportunity that God is inviting you to surrender your plans and to trust Him. Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit SummitSanMarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.